Welcome to the Raw Reality Podcast. We are your hosts, Tori and Lily. Two best friends navigating their way through their health and fitness journey while bringing you a vibrant energy. Come along on our Raw Reality. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've been through. Why you got scars. Since you Hi guys and welcome back to the Raw Reality Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Tori. Happy Monday, guys. Hope you had the most amazing weekend. Lily and I are like, well, I'm on the biggest high today. <laughs> and Tori's getting me on a biggest high. I woke up in gloomy old Melbourne, but Tori is buzzing oh, me right up I'm right now. <laughs> buzzing. But first of all, I just wanted, well, we just wanted to say thank you guys so much for the support. Like, like we, I don't know, we both like, we're obviously really excited, but the support that we've gotten and the feedback has just been like, incredible like I have no words I honestly have no words oh same I was expecting honestly like 50 people to download it and I was like oh that would be so cool if like we had a few listeners meanwhile it is the date is the 24th of June so I'm not exactly sure when this is coming out but we launched our first podcast on Monday and we have nearly hit a thousand downloads 1000 yeah and it's not even been a week it hasn't even been the weekend when most people listen to it what the heck Oh, thank you guys. Like, oh, oh, it's just make, like, I was already buzzing for this, but like, I'm just so much more excited, like to actually obviously keep going, but like just to keep providing like amazing content and like valuable episodes and just keep doing what we're doing really. Yeah. So exciting. So exciting. So, so excited. All right. Do you, you kick us off with your R&R? Okay. So R&R, our raw reality for the week. So I have, wait, 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 pause. Can I just mention that we're actually matching right now? We've oh. got onto our FaceTime <laughs> and we're both wearing the exact same tracksuit, the new sideline right away in the blue. Yeah. It's, it's very comfy. So comfy. I loved That's how we're both say. wearing it. Exactly. <laughs> we have so many different track sets yeah, as well. Literally. We're both wearing this one identical. That just shows what the level we are on today. <laughs> yeah, I know. Next level. Okay, back into it. <laughs> I am so my raw reality for this week, I know this is a first world problem, but it's just one of those things that it just kind of like knocked my mood around. So I have obviously been making so many incredible friends and connections this year. Um, and there's a few things I have to miss out on one because of expenses and two, because of my comp later in the year. And I guess it would be a little bit of FOMO coming in a hundred percent. I would be, I don't get it normally. I, I tell Tori this all the time. <laughs> I'm not a FOMO gal. You want to go out, you go out. I do not care less, but this is actually affecting me a little bit. Um, the, in a few weekends time, there's like a before you speak event, which I was invited to. It was like my first event that I've been invited to and I was so mm. excited and I went to book it this morning and it was just it was a little bit too expensive I left it way too late which I was, was shocked yeah it was stupid like, I yeah I don't think like I, I must be a popular weekend because usually it's not that yeah like, I don't know expensive anyways end of story it's not worth it like it's just not worth that money um I'm sure things will come up in the future so that was a little bit bummed about but more in August we have a group of friends and going on a girl's trip um to Airlie Beach or Byron Bay wherever you guys decide to go and it is too close to my comp that I can't go and it's only for two nights and my coach said like look if you want to you can but I highly don't recommend it and I've been working at my comp for like what over nearly a year now so it just wouldn't be worth having two nights away with friends to go and sacrifice a few things so yeah yeah, it's fine. It just kind of sucks um, that I can't go to things, but it will be all worth it in the end. 
Yeah. However, It'll be, it will be. And the thing is, I know I'm going to live through all the vlogs and all the Instagram stories. So I'm fine. Yeah, you will. <laughs> it's hard, but like, you know, we're going to have so many more. Like this is literally yeah. our first one. Like we've finally organized it. And yes, it does suck. But like, you've been wanting to do this comp for so long. And mm. yes, it will be worth it because like, again, like we kind of said last week, there's only a certain window of time you can do these sort of comps. Whereas we can do a girls weekend every bloody weekend. That's so true. If we and it probably to. sounds so, so silly. They're like, it's just a girls weekend. But it's like, I know, but this is this group of girls that I've never, I haven't even met half of them, let alone gone away with them. So it's just like know, a cool new opportunity. Time we were together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time we were together, it was so much fun. Yeah. Like the weekend we did last time. and But it'll happen. It's fine. We've already got, you know, December is yeah. in planning. Like yeah. it's going to it's gonna be amazing. It's fine. We're good to go. All right. <laughs> You're up. <laughs> Oh gosh, my R and R. I feel like the first two episodes and this one has all been the same. It also it's, depends it's what been a whirlwind. I was about to say it also depends what um hour you grab Tori is what her R and R is gonna yeah, be. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so yesterday I wrote my R and R and it was completely different to what I've written today. But I wrote yesterday that I actually struggled. It's kind of been the first time struggling with long distance. Like I actually was in tears two nights ago because I really miss Jackson and just we 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 lived together for like what over a year yeah 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 it would have been like a year and a half and now we're doing long distance it's just like I think it's just actually hit me that I'm like I just want to be able to come home from a really long day at work and have dinner with you and Mm. get into bed watch our favorite tv show and not watch it like through my little phone on his computer screen not gonna like, lie I also really hit me sorry sometimes feel guilty is when I'm like oh Jordy's just come over I'll chat to you tomorrow and I'm like oh I feel bad because Jackson just can't come over it should just be like, but I can't feel bad about yeah, that but, but like you know long you just kind of get in the feels you're like oh have fun I'll go sleep alone yeah yeah I'll go hug my teddy bear that yeah. I bought for myself <laughs> but yeah that was like my feels um two nights ago and I've just obviously if you've been following along on Instagram and stuff like I've just been obviously struggling with my skin and just really up and down but this morning it all made sense because I got a little visit from Mrs. P um (laughs) my period finally came which is like it just makes so much sense and gosh I couldn't be more happier to wake up to that this morning yeah (laughs) especially when it's not when it's not consistent like you it's actually exciting when you wake up unless it's like me and I get it bang on every single month it ain't an exciting time (laughs) yeah nah and like obviously I'm working so hard to get my period back and get it consistent so it was just really reassuring like I don't really know I started my salary juice again last week um and I've been consistent with that since Saturday been on my herbs and I've slowed down a lot this week like so much so many walks a lot longer walks less like intense training just training that like whatever feels good for me and my period came back so obviously I'm doing the right things my skin feels so much better um and obviously I'm doing the right thing yeah. and I hit 10k on Instagram yes, and so did Lily. Did. I don't think we mentioned it no we didn't actually. but oh I'm so proud of us I think like I just did a massive post this morning, but I lost my Instagram in February, was it? End of Feb, March. Um, And like obviously redid a new one reluctantly, very reluctantly, but I just didn't think I would get back to this point um, as quick as I have. And like, it's not about numbers and followers, but I did work so hard on my old Instagram and I lost all the memories, which was like the most disheartening thing out of all of it. But 
yeah, it's just incredible to make new connections and start building a new community. And the things I have planned for like my own personal Instagram plus like obviously raw reality is it just lights me up yeah, so much. So exciting. So yeah, my week's been like all over the place, but and I've had the biggest work week I've had in like the yeah, longest Yeah, you've worked time. a lot and it's not just like your work is quite like mentally drained. Obviously, it's uh, incredible, but yeah. mentally draining. You have to be on 24-7 and you're on your feet. You go, go, yeah. go. And it's just, it's yeah. a, it takes it out of you. Yeah, it's like teaching kids and like young adults is like you have to have that energy. You have to, you know, be there to lift them up. Like I, there were so many tears yesterday and like mm. I know that the kids can come to me. Well, the kids know that they can come to me with anything, like any dramas that they have, they come to me. Yeah. And I adore that. Like that's why I do what I do. But yes, it can be quite draining but I also like would never, ever change it. I would never turn a kid away because I'm like not in the mood. Like I'll oh, always listen. Absolutely. Because I yeah. was that kid one day. So yeah, yeah I, f- I just, it's so rewarding, but it was a, it was a really big Yeah. Week. I feel like our jobs are quite similar is you have to be on, like I work at a group like BodyFit and mm. I can't just come in and be like mundane, can't be bothered being there, just not talking. Like I have to be on and when you're not feeling like it, you have to pretend. Um, And it's a lot. Oh no. What? <laughs> I think the postman's here. No. <laughs> but it's so fine because I think Vic just got home. So we're just going to message her and ask her to get my parcel. <laughs> Is it right away? Yeah, it's right away. Amazing. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I got one. I yesterday. was also a little bit, sorry, disengaged then because I was scared that um it was picking up through my AirPods again. But it's uh, okay. It's not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're still learning, guys. We really are, but we're good. We're good. We're here. Uh, but yeah. yeah, that is okay. That's our R and R's. Do you want to go into your recommendation? Yeah. So my recommendation this week it's not a tangible object. It's a bit. It's a bit different. It is saying no more. So I recommend you to say no more to things you don't want to do. And I said no to a few things this week that I normally would say yes to. I'm a very and yes. I'm so proud of you for that. <laughs> I am normally a yes girl, no matter what. Um, I'll always put other people before me, and it is burning me out slowly. Mm-hmm. So I said no to a few things, and oh, I was so happy for myself. I didn't even give excuses. I just said no, like no, thank you. Um, and I am so happy for it. So pretty short and sweet this week, but saying more to no to more things you don't want to do, um, to put yourself first, your physical, your mental health, um, it will make the biggest difference in the long run. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah you really nailed that this Easy. week and you definitely needed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um, my recommendation this week is a podcast. He's called the mindset mentor and I used to listen to him all the time Um, And then kind of went off for for a bit and was kind of a bit more like on the feminine side and listening to more like women business podcasts. Um, But I got back onto him last night on the way home from work and he just has real short, sharp, quick episodes and so insightful and like really motivating. Like if you've just got a quick drive to work and you're like, I need something to lift me up, I recommend. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to throw a spanner in the works here. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did try it and I can't get into it I yeah sorry <laughs> yeah I feel like but that's like I go in phases with him like I yeah, couldn't okay. listen I change out my podcast all the time yeah. but I like every now and then I just feel like he has some really good insightful messages yeah. oh 100% yeah I'm just also not so much on the self-development side to be honest as you are I think I do like sometimes oh, I again it, yeah. yeah I go through a lot of phases but at the same time I'm kind of like oh this is me. This is who I am, and 
I'm here. <laughs> uh, you can't change me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. So they, that was the start of the episode. This today or this week, we want to talk about more finding your purpose, um, not going with the stigma. Not going with the stigma? So, yeah. yeah, and just like navigating your way through school and uni, and like this is one of my favorite topics to talk mm. about because I have such a passion about school and the system. But anyway, <laughs> um, I just like I know a lot of people going through this right now, and like I think it just will be really insightful for us to talk about on this podcast as well. So here we yeah. are, we're doing it. Well, yeah. first of all, we're going to start with like we've touched on this in our first episode, but kind of our school journey. Um, Mm -hmm. And just kind of how we navigated through school and like getting through mostly probably high school. Um, I guess that's probably the most challenging time of, you know, like our childhood. Yeah. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So my schooling experience was incredible. Obviously, it was stressful as any person going through VCE um, feels. But my school was amazing. I had the best relationship with all my teachers. My whole year 12 was, I don't, I think there was like 110 of us or 120. And we were like all so close. And I don't, I have not known of another year level that has been that same way. We, like everyone would be invited to a party. Everyone would be invited to like different things. And we all got along so incredibly well and it made the whole um, schooling experience worth it. I also had the best group of friends too. Um, they were all really sporty friends as well. So going to schoolies, we did it a little bit different because everyone was like into their sports. Like my partner was getting drafted at that time. We had other people who were getting drafted to college teams. So we did it a lot earlier than the normal schoolies. And it was just so much fun because we were all on the same page, all kind of wanted the same thing. Um and yeah I just really love school what did I study my I did just all your stock standard subjects like business PE health math English and look I'm not the brightest person naturally I have to work hard for it um but I really thrived off my routine in year 12 and I also went to worlds in high school um in my year 12 year and I missed like nearly a whole month of school and I'm so proud of myself. Like I caught right back up so fast and smashed it, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yes. But yeah, I don't really have much more to say besides that I really thoroughly enjoyed it. And it really gave me that whole year was nothing short of spectacular, no matter how stressful it was. But I just remember when the school, school bell went on the very last day, we all cried. Like we all did not want it to end, which is crazy. But I just remember that so much. And I have videos on my phone and it makes me so sad every time I watched it. But it was, oh, it's truly incredible because I knew that after that, all my friends were going in different places. Like I didn't know that I was moving to Adelaide. My friend moved to America. I had three friends move to America actually from my like school group. Everyone just left. (laughs) And my other friend went to Germany. Louisa, I think she went to Germany. I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, it was good. That's crazy. Mm. I I love that you describe your high school as spectacular because it's just not how I describe mine. <laughs> yeah. No, but I love that for you. And hats off to you for doing Worlds in yeah. the year of year 12. I know. That, it was a big like, decision. It was like I – because I also had to get a certain ATAR to get um into – uni because I wanted to study commerce so I had to get yes. over an ADATAR and for a person that's not naturally bright like I had to work hard for that so and I did I easily smashed that goal and I got into my degree so I had to be on if I wanted to get into my course yeah yeah, yeah. wow 
Well, mine is not like that uh, at all. So <laughs> enjoy. I obviously went through primary school. And then when going into high school, I actually moved around a couple of times in primary school because my mum and I were moving states a few times. And then I moved to a high school. I was in Melbourne at the time and I got into a sports scholarship school. So I was lucky enough to get a scholarship. Um, and my, my high school was nothing short of amazing. And like, I can guarantee you everyone there takes it for granted at the time. I certainly did. Obviously now being so much in like the fitness and health industry, mm-hmm. the facilities and everything we had at my school is like, I've never seen before. It was like, I want my dad to move to Melbourne so my brothers can go there for footy. Yeah, well, like, what school was it? It's again? Mar- Maribyrnong Sports Academy. Ah, uh, yeah. We versed. Yeah. Our school's versed each Yeah. Other. So I got into Maribyrnong with a scholarship for acro and netball because I was quite, like I was, oh, I was all right at netball. Like I Netball? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, my mum was a swimmer and a netballer. So she got me into netball because I was around it like my entire life. Oh. Um, so I was doing the both. So because netball is quite a popular sport at my school, we did like before and after school training and then you do your in-house comps, out of school, like. Um, games and stuff like that so it was quite intense plus my acro training plus school Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, um so yeah I'd, I think we had morning training twice or three times a week um and my coaches they were good but they were like intense like my mum used to play mm-hmm. against them in state leagues and stuff and they were quite intense and then it got to a point when I had to choose netball or acro and obviously I chose acro and mum yeah. My mum wasn't overly happy, but it's so fun. <laughs> it took you so um, much further though. Let's be yeah, real. exactly. So um, I chose, once I chose that, obviously got to um, take back the netball, which gave me a little bit more time. But just for me, like I, again, like I mentioned last episode, I am someone, if I don't enjoy it, I will not put my heart and soul into it. Mm. And I don't want to do it if I'm not going to put my heart and soul into it. So yeah. I think just like English was my, oh, I just hated English. Like, yeah, same. I hate reading books. Same. And now I've gotten more into it because I love self-development. But again, I'm more of like a podcast, visual learner. Like mm. I really struggled in school. And in terms of maths, like I could do it if I put myself to it. But again, mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't because I yeah. didn't want to. Yeah. Um, so I was that kid like who would go to school late, who would leave early. Mm. Like my mom would wake up and be like, if you're not getting up, like I got to go to work. I'm not taking you to school. And then I'd be like, okay, I'll just stay in bed. Like, that's simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I would just stay in bed. Like, um, yeah, but we lived at this time, like we lived in a beautiful house on the river. And again, like I could have been going for amazing morning walks and like we had a absolutely pool and a not sauna, when you're a teenager like, living the dream. Oh no. But yeah. now I'm like, wow, take me back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like my school had a full equipped gym. We had ice baths, we had saunas, like, wow. oh, just insane. Um, but yeah, I guess I just knew school wasn't for me and I'm so grateful that I had people around me who always said school isn't for everyone. Like don't feel the pressure of trying to do good in everything and have those Mm -hmm. like A grades because it's not for everyone and not everyone's going to go down the path of finishing school and going to uni and everything like that. So I'm very lucky that I didn't get pushed into it because I think I would have resented them and school so much more than Mm -hmm. I already did. Um, so I got, I got to like year 10 and just there was no passion. Like I we had a good group of friends, but there was so much drama, like, you know, clicky groups and I just wasn't about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so after having my shoulder surgery, I just, I didn't go back. I missed exams and that was, I literally just yeah. didn't go back. Like yeah. there was nothing else to it. Um, and yeah, did my makeup course. But 
I, like you, I had really good relationships with my teachers, but I am such a people person and I was quite mature throughout my high school years that I was definitely not mature. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope. Um, But yeah, I had really good connections with my teachers, which I'm super thankful for because that did make it easier. Like if Mm. I had teachers who hated me, gosh, I would have left a lot earlier, but I had good connections that did help me when I needed it. Um, I even to the point had a really good connection with like the office lady because you signed out so much (laughs) yeah because like in year seven and eight and nine and ten eleven twelve everyone had a different office lady like coordinators and my like late late role coordinator whatever they're called yeah we like I would walk in and she would literally make up my excuse for why (laughs) I would be late and give me a uniform pass literally almost every day because I hated wearing school uniform I'd always wear my sport uniform yeah. So she'd always be like, oh, it's in the wash, it's at the dry cleaners. Or she'd be like, okay, today you went to a physio appointment or like, you know. Oh my God. And I was like, you're the best. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like that's why I love that we have the different diversity because mm. n- like not everyone's going to feel what you feel and vice versa to yeah. me. So the- that's like my biggest thing. I think that school isn't for everyone and like yeah everyone the other needs thing to know is, that and be okay with that yeah I just touch on my sisters as well because we all went to the exact same school when I was younger and then so I have two younger sisters um we're all like two years apart and the middle one um she tried they both moved from Yarra which was the school I was at to another private school and they both I don't know how long they went there for but hated it again one of them moved to Cedar which is a, a sports school and the other moved to Edinburgh College, which is a really small school that has, she had five girls in her whole of year 12. Like there was, oh my gosh, it was like tiny. Yep. But it just shows that different schools also suit different people and one avenue isn't yep. going to work for everyone. And at the start, I think my parents were hesitant because I went through the school so well and like, well, why isn't it working for them? Like what's mm, going on? And you being the first child as well. Yeah. And my cousins all went through the same school. And obviously there was times when I was considering moving like during the, I feel like the year eight to year nine period's the hardest. I don't know. I was had a really rough patch there and I was about to move. Um, and I think that's when my friendship group was kind of changing as well. But when I found my new one, it was fine. But it also just proves, again, that no school suits one person. You have to find the one that matches you. Even if you move schools yeah. five times and you finally end up finding that school in year 12, you're very last year, it's worth it. Because yeah. my sisters both 100%. ended up finishing school. Like one of them, Ella, she, I'm pretty sure, didn't go to school for terms, like at all. Um, mm. because it just wasn't suiting her and she got more anxiety at school and she had to get come home and it wasn't working out. So finally, once she found Cedar, that was the avenue she went down and she loved it. Like she would go to school earlier because she loved it. Wow. So yeah, yeah. it just shows. I think, yeah, my favorite year was year nine. I think that was like oh. the, yeah. Wow, weird. we're so opposite. Like, that was my worst year. I know. <laughs> like I think year seven, you know, it's new. You're still getting used to it, finding yourself in like high school and year eight's kind of like a, I think, to be honest, year eight, year nine. I think mm. year nine is like that year before you're going into year 10. And so to speak, it's, you know, the pressure of year 10, yeah. 11, 12, year nine, you get to just really, I don't know, chill through year nine. Yeah, and that's I definitely fair. chilled through year nine. Yeah. <laughs> I chilled through the whole of high school, let's be yeah. honest. But yeah. Um, yeah, year nine was my favorite year, to be honest. Yeah. But even my little brother, who's 14, he's would have started high school two years ago maybe three no 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 two two Mm. and he's moved schools I think two or three times because Mm. he struggled with finding the right friendship groups and I think 
he's also at that age where it could determine what path he goes down. Like he was hanging 100%. around the wrong people yeah. and he's he's amazing at footy. He's such an athletic and he's such a good boy when he wants to be. Aww. But he just found a wrong group of friends and yeah. was doing the wrong things. And it's like you – and it's hard when, you know, parents can't really see that or like no. I'm not there to be able to talk to my brother all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. But, yeah, I think it's really important to understand who your kids or your friends or whatever are hanging out with because it can determine Well, they say they the top – is it top five people you hang around with have mm-hmm. an incredible influence on your life? There's a saying on your there. life, yeah. Yeah, so – yeah. It definitely shows. Just going, Mm. I was going to say something and I forgot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was kind of going to lead it into the next path. It was going to be a perfect, nice flow, but no, it's not. (laughs) No, never mind. Well, Um, I was going to say, okay, we can flow into the next part, which is uni. And I feel like schools push you so much to figure out exactly what you want to do. Even in year like five, I remember. Yeah, I remember going into like, I don't know, computer class or something and you had to write down the top three career paths you wanted to go down and why and then choose the one that was best for you and then choose what subjects you would do. And I was like, what? I don't, I'm pretty sure I did interior design. If you know me, you know that I am the least creative person, (laughs) the like least artistic, like that is not my brain. I am numbers. So yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, And then, yeah, go. No, I just that like oh, it makes me so frustrated because mm. like I'm honestly like 90% sure that half the teachers at the school are still you know not sure what they want to do and they oh, probably 100%. don't want to be teachers their whole life but they can stand there and be like you need to know what you want to do for the rest of your life yeah and even just things at school like you don't get taught you know how to save money or how to do taxes tax or how to buy a house taxes, oh that yeah. angers me or, so much like learning to change a tire on a car like just little things that you actually need like oh I could talk about this for so long but it frustrates me so much like the fact that we learn about so many topics that we really don't use and it doesn't actually give us life skills and experience yeah and don't get me wrong I completely understand school it teaches you how to learn how to be in routine discipline all Mm -hmm. these types of things be organized but why can't we just scrap one subject and bring in one like how to change tire how to do taxes loan mortgages money accounts like all those little things that we need to do well if you think about it like you know you have let's just use maths for example you do maths for a whole year and you do how many different topics of maths for a Mm. whole year imagine if they brought in let's just call it the life subject Mm -hmm. and how many subjects they could cover over a year it doesn't have to go right into detail but just little things on like you know this is what you could do to help save some money or this is how you change a tire on a car especially towards you know year 11 and 12 yeah like so, just, valuable. so much more that they yeah so I'm much value that really they give that they surprised don't. they have not bought that in yet like i the amount of I stuff they are implementing slowly and that is still not a thing i'm sure some schools do it but the mainstream mm. majority aren't doing it and i just don't understand I why i have thought about creating that for so long but yeah you just wouldn't know where to start to be it's honest. hard yeah because then you're going up against the government it's just <laughs> that's just not it <laughs> yeah and I just think I'm gonna homeschool my children to be honest <laughs> <laughs> this is the debate as well that like private versus yeah. public what do you want to do but yeah, yeah it's tough it's hard it is yeah tough. but yeah I think going back to uni and coming mm. out of school like I was going on a walk with my friend Lauren this morning and she's going through this at the moment like she's studying law and she felt that pressure coming out of school that she had to decide you know she had to do this big 
degree and you know finish it off and then go into a job and you know it just Mm. the stigma around finishing school going to uni finish your degree get the job buy a house you know just that whole like old school stigma that is still around and the kids feel the pressure of school because school I don't think has moved with the times no and I felt and I, 100 and- yeah I definitely felt the pressure from going straight from school into uni and I really wish because I was considering doing my P my cert three and four in my first like gap year I guess but yes. I just never did I went straight into uni um and now I'm doing it now whereas if I did it then had that year off because you study for so many oh well I guess it's still a studying but obviously cert three and four isn't as hard as a bachelor's degree and yeah. I just really wish I did that however I feel like my life wouldn't be the same they call it the butterfly effect or whatever but I am happy with I have no regrets in my past but I really do wish that that was like an option that people gave to me and was like you can do this if mm. you want to but it was never an option it just kind of was like well you're going straight to uni after school it is what it is the whole the rest of the year like school is everyone you know is or and even- I also so I also was a year younger so my first like oh, half yeah. of my first semester I was 17 in university my mum still had to drive me and drop me off because I didn't have my license oh my like gosh. I was still a baby and I had to yeah. I would be in groups with like a 30 year old person because they're studying this degree as well. Like, I feel like I still wasn't developed or mature enough to go through that. I needed some time off before I went into what I wanted to do truly. Yeah, wow. I mm. just, um, even, oh my God, I lost it. I feel like our brains are really <laughs> was, scattered today. <laughs> I know, I was really into what you were saying then and I just completely forgot what I was yeah. going to say. <laughs> no, but I just feel like, oh, I remember, even in year 11 and 12, I did not know that you could do year 11 and 12 without doing your ATAR or your OP, whatever they call it. Yeah, my sister did this. Yeah, and I think if I had known that, maybe I would have stayed. Probably Mm -hmm. not. But, like, I would have liked it to be an option and have done year 11 and 12 without the pressure and to just complete it almost. Yeah. Um, Because I think if you know, like, for me, I always knew I was going to be some form of coach and I knew – that I did not have to go to uni to do that and I wouldn't go to uni. Like I yeah. would work my way around it. Um, so I think if I had known that, it might have changed things, but they just don't make that known at all. Yeah, and I think my, it would be nice for kids to have the option. My parents had to figure that out for my sister and then they had to ask me all these questions because they didn't know. I only knew because I had a few friends from year 12 that did year 12 unscored. And it is mm. like they still have the stigma about it that if you do year 12 unscored, you're not smart enough. You yeah. aren't capable enough to do exams. But that's not it as well. Like you have other passions in your life and you don't need exams. What is the point of putting all this extra stress on you when you don't mm. You don't need to? And you can follow your dreams in other areas. And my sister, for example, she got through year 12 and she didn't um, sit her exams and she still got into unis this year. She still got in. Yeah. Like she worked, she, I think she did a business degree um she's deferred but it wasn't a massive achievement that she even got in so you can still do what you want without doing yeah year 12 exams that's another thing like you need to understand that there is so many ways around say finishing you know whatever year school you finish and you want to have a few years off and then go into a degree but you don't have the ATAR you could do a little course and then get into that uni yeah. degree like there's so many ways around it they just don't make it easy for you to find or know that yeah but I just think like don't put that pressure on yourself of knowing your life path coming out of school or like going into uni like people finish like finish degrees or they're halfway through and they completely change paths yeah 
A hundred percent. Like Sorry. my friend, I think she changed her degree three times. She went from commerce. Well, that's the thing. She started in commerce because she got a really high ATAR. And then originally she wanted to be like a primary school teacher. And she was like, well, I don't want to be a primary school teacher when I got a really high ATAR. I must, I must use it. So she went into commerce. Mm-hmm. She did it for a semester, then moved into what she wanted to do anyways. And now she studied a nurse and she's actually a nurse. But she changed avenues so many different times. And now she's doing what she loves. And it's yeah. important to dabble and play with what you want to do. And like, Obviously, what we've just said isn't exactly relevant for a lot of you because you're finished your 12, but I'm sure you can mm. relate to what we're but about even to say if you're now. even in uni, yeah. Yeah, to what we're about to say now is that if you are currently in a degree and you aren't loving it, you don't have a passion, you can change. You can use credit scores to go across. Um, I do say, I, Tori and I were speaking about this before we started, if you are close to finishing your degree, I highly re- recommend pushing through and finishing it because it's just that... Like, just from my personal experience, you've done all this work for years on years. There's no point just chucking it. Not necessarily down the drain because you've still learnt so many skills, but you may as well mm. push through and finish it. Um, I'm very proud of myself that I did, even though I didn't want to. Uh, but I guess mine was a business degree, so it's much more broad. If you're a nurse and you know you never want to be a nurse in your life and you want to be a lawyer, you can swap across. There's no yeah. right age to... If you're still 30 and you're struggling what you want to do, you can swap across. You still have time. You still have so many you years ahead of you. You can anything you want to do. Yeah. yeah. You would rather be 45 years old and finishing your degree and going into what you love than still being 45 degree years old and not doing what you love. So yeah, no matter what, you have time. Yeah. That's what Law's saying this morning that a guy she knows, I think, finished law and did his job he hated for 20 years. And now he's like finally made the switch. And it's like... I'm glad I have that personality where if I don't like something, I'll stop straight away. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like if this is your life and if you're, you know, in the middle of a degree and you want to change over but worried what other people will think, who cares? Yeah. Like you might tell them and they give you some sort of reaction, but they, you can't let them determine. You can't well, what they yeah, say. You can't let them determine the choices what, that you make. Yeah. yeah. There was a guy at Body Fit and he was like a lot older and I was talking to him and I said, oh, what do you do? Um, and he said, I'm a web hacker. So he basically hacks into web cool. he, like services before the hacker Did hacks hack in. my Instagram? Oh. Probably. <laughs> helped me. Yeah. So he <laughs> hacks a, like thing, websites before a hacker gets in. So he changes the algorithm and codes and stuff. Um, but he was saying he's now high up in his, um, like in his job, in his corporate position, but he worked his younger years away. And he said his 20s, all he did was work, 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 and there was no life involved. And yes, he moved up the ranks, he moved up the ladders very quickly, and now he is where he's always wanted to, always wanted to be, but he has no life experiences, no life memories, and that's something that mm. he has to live with for the rest of your life. So he was telling me, he was like, live while you're young, do what you want to do while you're young. And then you still have time to work up when you're older. Like now I'm still in that position that I used to dream about, but I have nowhere to go ahead. Like he just doesn't have anything else because his whole life he's dreamed for this one position and now he's there and now he doesn't want to know what he does further. Yeah. Totally. And I think like just taking opportunities when they come Mm. your way, like nothing beats life experience and making memories. Like you're always, you're never going to regret that. And I think even along the way of working or studying, like whatever you're grinding for, those life opportunities, whether it's for your career or for lifestyle or family, like whatever comes, like I feel like a new opportunity is a new chance or path or like I've taken so many opportunities that's led me down so many different paths Mm. and it's 
just incredible. And same goes for like, well, both of us taking the opportunity of moving to Adelaide and now we've met and look what we're doing. Yeah. Like, I just think you never know what opportunity will take, like you never know where an opportunity will take you or who you'll meet. Like, yeah, because I used to, well, exactly. I took the opportunity to move to Adelaide and I met you and now look at my life. (laughs) We're so different. Um, But that's the thing. Like I felt so much, not pressure, but I was so nervous to tell people that I was moving states at such a young age into my boyfriend's house like that was really scary to me and I never knew how to bring it up like I feel like people can relate to this I was sitting in the car with my mum and you just wait you're like okay when I get to that traffic light I'll tell her and then you get to that traffic light and you're like oh I didn't tell her and you're like okay the next stop sign and then, you, and then all of a sudden you're like so um blah blah and you spit out what you're gonna say but it's so nerve-wracking but as soon as you say it it's just you just feel so much better and the yeah. right people will support you. That's what you've got to learn yeah. and know is if the 100%. people don't support you in your corner, they're not the right people and they're not going to come along with you on this journey. The people that truly support you are the ones that are going to be there all the way. And that goes for whether it's friends or family. Like if you're – like I know some good friends of mine don't have parents that fully support them, but at the end mm. of the day it's your life and it's your choice. I was very lucky that when I was deciding to move to Adelaide, my mum was like, you get in that car and you drive to Adelaide yeah. and go meet a boy you've never met before. <laughs> I don't think my parents would be supportive of that. <laughs> my mum definitely did. I didn't tell my dad until I got to Adelaide and I was like, oh, um, so I moved to Adelaide for a boy um, and I'm here. And you just word it in a different so way. Fun. I've just moved to Adelaide for like, well, Melbourne's in lockdown. That's it. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to tell you. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, like we said, having people in your corner is huge, huge, huge plus Mm. that you need. But at the end of the day, it's it's your choice. It's your life. And you you make it work however you want to make it work. The other thing I want to touch on is I used to do this a lot and I caught myself out the other day on doing it, is to give yourself a little bit more credit with what you're doing. So I, the other day I said, oh, I'm someone asked me what I'm doing and I was like oh I'm just working at body fit and they were like no don't say just what do you mean just you are more than that it's not just your job like that's incredible you're following your passion that's awesome what you want to do because I felt I don't know if she listened to this but she was like I feel like I feel like in your mind it's like you're working at body fit in the moment to get experience and mm. and then to you know take on the path that you're going down mm. so at the moment it's not a filler because you enjoy it and it's, it is your passion but it's yeah. it's the road to where you want to go so yeah it's not, and I just you know, feel like my whole entire life I have downplayed what I do because when I was in Adelaide and I was meeting all like um Geordie's like other teammates partners they were like so much older than me like they had kids and mm. I was only literally 19 20 or 20 and they're like so what do you do and at this time I worked at a cafe and I was so embarrassed to say I work at a cafe and I don't know why like why is that embarrassing because that's what you're doing in this moment you're so young and they probably did that at 19 as well exactly so <laughs> I felt like I always had to come up with another excuse and be like but I'm doing this but I'm planning to do this I want to do this in the future so then I felt like a little bit more validated and they respected me a little bit more but that's not what it is at all that was just me being Mm. insecure in myself yeah and I think if you're happy doing what you're doing then be fucking confident in what you're doing like like Sarah's day always says that confident normal question Mm. you because if you were in that situation and you were like oh I work at a cafe they would be like oh that's cool yeah and then you wouldn't even think twice about it no yeah so it comes down to the way you perceive it and the way you give it off like if you're giving off you know real confident vibes like people are going to receive that yeah. So if you're confident in yourself, it's going to change the way you think and other people as well. Yeah. I used to be so 
insecure with little things and it really showed throughout my life. It wasn't just with how I felt. It really showed in different impacts. And when talking to people, I was shy. I was didn't come out of my shell. Didn't I was afraid to speak more. But now I'm a lot more confident with who I am because I think I know who I want to be and who I want to show up as. And it's so much easier to make conversation with someone because I can be a little bit more direct because I know what I'm doing and what I want. Um, so yeah, that's just our message is be really confident with who you are and back yourself. Don't discredit yourself for what you have done and doing. And don't put that extra pressure of society, you know, having the stigma around, you need to know what you need to do for your rest of your life right now. Like I go through phases, like I was saying this morning, I know what I want for my future in terms of, you know, getting married, having kids, having the Mm. house, being full time on social media. But it's like my right now phase. I feel a bit like not uneasy I just a bit of like it's just it's going to be wavy until I kind of get to that point yeah I've got to build the next few years to get my goal future if that makes sense yeah Um, and it's hard because all the sorry all the little small things are stepping stones to what you want to do in the future so if you if I didn't go on this one small stepping stone I probably wouldn't be where I am today so no matter what you do it's not small it's not insignificant It, it will help you reach your goal in the future yeah oh nailed Sorry. it Geordie just and pulled up that... behind me hello oh, hey Geordie. <laughs> he's picking up his airpods I told him I said I'm gonna be in my car recording so just go straight inside <laughs> don't bother me but I think like that um that last topic goes into our quote really nicely it for does today. <laughs> um do you want to read it because you found I it I sure do I screenshot it so our quote of the week like we're doing we are relating it back to the episode slightly Um, And we're just having one each week. So this week's quote, you're busy doubting yourself. Meanwhile, people are intimidated by your potential and wondering how you do it so effortlessly, effortlessly, (laughs) give yourself more credit. I botched that a little bit, but you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Stunning. Really, really perfect. Um, But that just, guys, it's Monday. It's a new week. You've got a whole week of opportunities ahead of you. So honestly, just take every opportunity as it comes. Every new day is a new chance. And yes. go build the life of your bloody dreams. Yes. All right, we've still got a few more minutes. Let's let's have a light chat. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for this weekend. Yes. Oh my God, I can see Jordy at the boot. Ah! <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, this weekend... So tonight I've got work, but then tomorrow I've got to go, I'm going to the beach because it's going to be gorgeous weather, but I've also got to film two ads for a brand that I'm doing some work for. Super random, but I'm actually really excited. I know. You need Um, to freaking just do them. I know. I know. know. I'm doing it today and tomorrow. And then we're having a massive girls night tomorrow night, which again, I wish Lily could be here, but it's fine. Let's talk about it. Um, We're doing a girls night at our house with all the gym girls and we've got like platters we're doing homemade tacos and because we've got like the spa out the back so we're doing a spa night maybe some cocktails for the girls who want them and we've ordered like 30 vegan gluten-free cinnamon donuts and they're like gold coast's best donuts wow i think they're just like gf donuts on Mm -hmm. instagram and like there are all the markets they're amazing and then a couple of the girls are staying over and we're going to the market sunday morning and i want to do the burley hill walk because i haven't done that yet yeah, I'm surprised. You and then I'm it. packing. 
Yeah, she trip. is going on an adventure. <laughs> I'm so excited. She's coming to Melbourne, going to Adelaide, yes. going to Perth, Guys, going somewhere we're else. we're going to be recording episode four and five together. Yes, I am and, so oh my excited. God. Together, I just I'm feel like stretched. we have a little bit more banter, can bounce off a little bit easily, more of a FaceTime. You kind of yeah. gotta like wait for the other person to finish before jumping in, yeah, because the lags there. But that I mean, obviously it's working, but it's like yeah, it's that sounds like a wholesome weekend. Wow, yeah, I'm really excited. I just I wish you were here. I know. Well, my weekend's not even half as exciting as that. My just weekends are not it at the moment. I find if you're living in Melbourne, you can completely relate. It's really hard to get out of the house and do fun activities when the weather is so cold it's raining it's just not it but we're gonna we make do with what we have I have work in the, tomorrow morning and then I have we'll go to the gym and then I will yes. go watch my partner play footy and then come home sleep and then Sunday morning I'm just going for a walk with my friend but I also have a few That's things nice I have though. to I film and you edit. need that yeah I just feel yeah. like at the moment my weekend's all the same like I do that every single weekend it's working and but watching Jordy play footy and gym yeah but that was me and Adelaide as well I think mm. You have such hectic weeks at the moment and you're focusing yeah. on so much that that downtime on the weekend is like yeah. so needed. And while the weather's bad, like just chill. You may as well take it. That's and what also, I did when it was raining. I'm working towards Queensland. something and it's what I need to do right now to get in the be- yeah. best um, shape and position I can be for my comps in soon. So it is what it is 100%. and it's fine. I'm not complaining at all. Like I just, sometimes it's a little bit hard. Like I'm not going to lie, seeing Instagram story of the sunrise this morning, I was like, oh, geez, but <laughs> it's fine. We get through. But we have six months left of this year. I know. And next year could be a whole different <clears> ball game. <throat> Jordy and Jackson, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. They're going to listen to this. Cough, cough, move to Queensland. Thank you. Make your girlfriends happy. Happy wives, happy lives. Please and thank you. Um, But yeah. Happy Monday. Happy Monday, guys. Even though it's Friday. Yeah. (laughs) Episode three. Next one, we're speaking. Oh, we're not. We know we're going to do a QA, and a but we're not going to say episode four is just yet because we're going to, we're going to have a chat. Yes, we do. Yeah. But I hope right. you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please, I don't know what you do on podcasts, but share it on Instagram and yeah. tag us because we have been loving. Everyone's been really like aesthetic with their posts. And, I like, know. All like emojis and it's bright and colorful. And yes. I'm, I'm They get it. the I'm vibe. They get the vibrant yeah. energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So good. All right. Amazing. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We will chat to you next episode. Love you guys. Bye. I don't know who you are I don't know what you've been through 